2: Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to episode 91 of Geekscape. I'm joined this week by my good buddy from Film Threat, Zach Haddad. Uh, you guys remember, I pronounced that correctly, didn't I? I'm uh, pronouncing uh, it based on how you say it on your phone when I leave you a message. Which is Haddad. Okay, Haddad. this is
3: weird because it's actually Haddad, that's the, the Lebanese pronunciation. Well, that's, how, that's what I said the first time you which were on the show. Which was totally fine. That's how I say it. Then which why do you
2: say it on your own phone? You say, hi, hey, you read Zach Haddad, leave me a message. Why did you I imagine? grew up
3: in a dumb white Trash Town, Bakersfield, Bakersfield, Bakersfield California. Yeah, and don't, don't let that all, change you. Don't let that change me. Should no. I just go back to Haddad all yeah, the time? Yeah, Zach Hadad. Even then if I you will. risk
2: getting fucking shot by white people. Yeah, so, September 11th was, was so awesome. Don't compromise by the way. your name. Well, you know
4: what? He probably <laughs> <Juanito> grew up. <laughs> London.
2: Yeah, I'm, Juan- I, I'm Juanito London, and I'm your host uh, on Geekscape. This is a uh, movies, video games, and comic book podcast. It runs almost an hour, so I'm warning you. If you're not interested in movies, video games, and Comics you should stop watching right now uh, We usually give you the latest news and reviews I'm joined every week by a new co-host And uh, Zach Hadadari, uh <laughs> Is my guest this week um, On his eternal quest for Jihad um, Wow, hate yeah. speech <laughs> uh, hate In speech. the
4: first minute
2: Yeah, Is that a record it. at all? No, Ooh, it, okay. no it's not uh, We are always f- up with the stereotypes If you ever forget stereotypes um, we're pretty good at reminding you Have you been okay since the last time we saw you? It was recent, but we love having you back yeah. You shaved and you, you parted your hair properly Just a little, do you, do you like that? Properly? Uh, so yeah. it was the he was he was a bit of a um, crazy bird lady He had like a bird's nest going That's on That's
3: right, I did So now, yeah, now, now, now I actually proper. look proper
2: Yeah, yeah, you're
3: presentable I'm, I'm told I look a little younger though Without the giant Kevin Smith goatee right? <laughs> the audience
2: liked you though Oh, they did? So we had to bring you back. That's cool. You're what? knowledgeable. Um, did
3: you miss me, though? That's that's my question. Dude, we talk on IM every day. Yeah, that's true, we do. I don't have <laughs> room to miss you.
5: Yeah. I do.
3: What? not <laughs> <what>? <laughs> I don't you know, know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no,
4: because I also, we've been hanging out more. We've been hanging right. out You said we were going to hang out more. We had all those gay-ass, like... Yeah, like, we should hang nails. out.
3: Yeah, we, we actually We actually did. hanging out. We went and saw Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist together and ate uh, cheesesteaks. Oh, and had
2: yeah, And I, had I beers. Called. That was like the biggest guy date. <laughs> yeah. I, I called Gilmore and I said, uh, "I said, what are you up to? And he goes, I'm about to step into a movie, actually. And he just left it at that. And I go, you know, usually if you're going to go see a movie and you're a geek, you let them know. I'm okay. about to see
4: this movie. I'm about to go see yeah. The Dark
2: Knight. I'm about, to go see, I'm about to go see a movie with Zach. What are you guys going to see? <laughs> Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. I'm like, you fucking cock gobblers <laughs> like that is the worst yeah the middle of the movie
5: if I thought you like this and you kiss me like that or
2: like a, or like a really slow stroke, stroke song yeah, yeah. yeah. he's or like d- hey man I thought you ordered no butter on this popcorn degusta or something
4: and locking pinkies
2: yeah Yeah.
4: that wasn't a lock
2: hold me um But, uh, listen, I saw a a tough guy movie. Is that all right that I go to see movies that don't involve uh, um, wusses? I guess so. Dating and stuff like that. Uh, I went to see this new uh, movie, Body of Lies. It's got Leonardo DiCaprio and Russell Crowe in it. And uh, it involves uh, a bunch of Middle Eastern intrigue, like we've had earlier in this episode. Um, And what it is, it's basically the war on terror. And uh, it's Ridley Scott. And uh, structurally, I think the movie is... Similar to um, American Gangster Which I thought was a little bit Of a long movie Yeah it was and This movie is a little bit long uh, But you've got The guy on the ground Who's Leonardo DiCaprio He's a kick ass soldier He's all about getting the intel Infiltrating the guy uh, The terrorists Using their own approaches Which is basically kicking ass And not relying too much on technology Because you've got to think And there's a really good monologue, uh, because the intelligence guy back in the States is Russell Crowe. And there's a really good piece of dialogue that he says earlier when he's giving a debriefing. And he's like, basically, the terrorists are fighting people from the future. We have all this technology, and we have all these ways of tracking them, but it only works to the extent of the technology. If they're communicating and if they're setting up attacks, which is what they're trying to do, they're trying to find this... um, this terrorist uh, leader Who's planning attacks throughout Europe They're try- That's the goal of the movie to, to get this guy And he says If we're trying to attack these guys And they all of a sudden just go silent They stop using cell phones They start um, exchanging Like their communique They start doing it in person Through written messages How the fuck are we going to track that? It's not a cell phone that you can that's tap right. into It's not anything that you can see through a satellite It's handshakes Wow And It's actually pretty cool in, in, and I don't know how much of that is true But I can imagine that with all this technology and stuff You would have thought that it would be a, a you know so, so there's a realism to the movie that I thought was pretty good And that one piece of dialogue was awesome um, Leonardo DiCaprio is that guy who has to infiltrate a bunch of terrorist organizations That use this new mode of communication and organization uh, So there's a lot of detail in the movie It uh, moves procedurally uh, like you would expect from a movie like this, uh, A to B to C to D, and things start to complicate once um, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, very early on in the movie, he and his buddy get a bunch of intel that leads them to Jordan, and the Jordanians have their own intelligence community that works in a different way. They've got their own ways of doing it, and. The 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 actor who plays the Jordanian head of, uh, of um, security Is just fucking hardcore he's, He does a great job You see him in the, in the trailer And you almost think he's the bad guy Because he's so, it's such a heavy And he's like the one thing is You're working in my country Don't ever lie to me And that's when Leonardo DiCaprio and Russell Crowe Start to have their miscommunications You told me you weren't going to do it I didn't tell you anything And it causes Leonardo DiCaprio Who has to deal with this dude face to face He's put in a compromised situation where, oh God, I did lie to you, but I didn't mean to. It was Russell Crowe uh, fucking with me, doing no, the wrong oh, wow. thing. Who's gonna get tortured out of that group? <laughs> Not the dude back in the in America on the phone. It's gonna be poor Leo. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, the, the movie's fun. It's suspenseful. Is it is it great? No, I would say the movie is just good. It's a it's a good Netflix for you guys who are into like a political uh, thriller. Uh, or a matinee. I think it's a good matinee. Um, of course, the movie's going to be technically well done. It's really scott. Right. Like, of course, the movie's going to be well shot and well acted. You've got a great cast. But uh, is it anything exceptional? Is it anything that you're going to see around Oscar time, them pushing? I don't think so. But it, you know, it fills that niche that we want. I, I
3: want to check it out I haven't seen it, yet, but. To me, it feels like Leonardo DiCaprio is playing the same character the last couple <laughs> movies, where he's the the rugged, good bad guy. guy, exactly. Yeah. Rugged
2: tough guy, kind of like he did in The Departed. a little facial hair and little, you're little all diamond that shitty accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you do the accent? The um, the, it's like ticket it off this goddamn continent. Well, I'm a kids. journalist. Like I'm that. a journalist. Yeah, he's, I can't do it. Yeah. That, th- th- th-
4: those dudes sound horrible, though. Yeah, there I you know, go. That was pretty horrible, bad.
2: So. There's a reason I did not act with these men. <laughs> Every accent you do just
4: turns into Jean-Claude Van Damme, I've realized.
2: Um, not the southern accent that I do. No, no,
4: no. The southern accent's fantastic. Yeah. Well, can we, can we hear that real
2: quick? I'm interested That, that, is, interesting that now. is for real. Um, you can't do that as on the spot. Those are real. Th- Those accents I basically are just, I just researched for the first 18 years of my life. Right. I mean, Texas. those are always so easy, like... the ones
4: you grew up with. So how's your Middle Eastern, Zach?
3: Not good. You grew up in fucking Bakersfield. Yeah, right? I grew up in Bakersfield. I had like So how's the... your southern Oh, you mean like yeah, the white trash? Yeah, uh, the, it's the it's white okay, trash. The, the the redneck? Yeah, it, it's pretty good.
4: Yeah. Like yeah. that David Cross thing that we were talking about, that like thing where like he says no matter where you are, <laughs> exactly. like if you live near a farm or anything like that, it could be completely away from the uh-huh. south, but you always have that like southern's like, what are you doing around these parts? <laughs> yeah. Like, to, it's you know, so this yeah. even well, have to be southern. Well, it's what's, just funny, a what's funny what's funny about Laura?
2: Laura grew up in Sacramento. She went to uh, Seattle, and now she lives in Los Angeles. Those are the places that she's lived over the course of her life. But she loved country music so much. <laughs> she's always loved country music uh, and, like, the rockabilly stuff. She's always loved that culture. That when she talks about some of the people she loves, like Ted Nugent, she starts talking with a little accent. It's cute. <laughs> like, she starts getting into that, and I'm like... If I didn't think you were so adorable, I would punch you in the face for faking a southern accent. Cause,
4: or to make her feel at home.
2: Yeah. My mom does the exact home.
3: same thing when she talks to her parents, actually. They they both came over from the Dust Bowl, the uh-huh. Great Depression, and all that crazy stuff. And they've got accents, I've guessed, which is another weird thing for Bakersfield. But she talks on the phone to them, she starts sliding into that accent a little bit. And I like to make fun of her for it. But so. it's so
4: easy to get into that accent. Yeah.
3: I
5: was in the... I was in you can't a, make
2: yourself smarter. Yeah. You can only scale back. Yeah. <laughs> I think is what we're saying. It's um, so easy. Yeah, I I love doing that accent, especially in character when 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 we're joking around. Uh, so uh, I love that
4: you're holding back. No, because I, <laughs> I, I really I really want to shoot that skit. Yeah, we should.
2: Where I'm playing the dude. We um, Gilmore and I were always brainstorming skits. These two new writers that we have, Anthony and Clark, they were on an episode. We made oh, up this epi- We made up a character on the episode called Kip Saint Paul. Yeah. And it's just this flamboyant gay character We want to shoot some stuff with him Maybe do some Sam shorts But it's just a matter of getting everything lined up And uh, where we where we can actually do it You know um, It's been busy I gotta say I apologize for how late the episode was last week uh, Gilmore and uh, Ben and Jake at e for all I didn't mean for that to be so late uh, But I got, you know I had a busy week Like my day job, the directing got in my way Because we got signed by the new rep Right uh, Have a lot of meetings this week And plus, it was two times as much footage. You went down to E for all, and you basically owned the convention center. Uh, But I gotta say, I'm glad you guys are getting big ups for that because I think you are a very good host, and and it gives me confidence that if any time I get hit by a truck, Geekscape will live on in Gilmore. Wow. At least until he doesn't wake up and goes, I don't want to edit the episode this week. Did you get the Guitar Hero cabinet, by the way? Did you get that Guitar Hero cabinet that was? Advertised? I Haven't gotten it from the man. Guys
4: picked it up for me the day afterwards because <laughs> we pretty much left. Um, we we left the convention, and after the last thing we taped was me running
2: on that treadmill, yeah.
4: And um, if Ben would have followed me to where I went right after that, like I went and I flailed my arms because my body couldn't control itself. And I think I accidentally knocked Eli's iPhone out of his hands, Mm. but I didn't even care. I just kept... I just did a beeline towards the bathroom. Did you vomit? Dude, all that gamer grub I ate... Oh, I God. felt it coming way back, oh. up, and it was like at my esophagus. And this entire time, no one comes up to me. And on the way to the bathroom, I'm like a sweaty fucking mess. <laughs> and so is uh, everybody there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I was just getting there because. And then these two booth babes come up. He's like, "Hi, where are you going? Jump so away. where are you? So where are you <laughs> headed? Are you? And I tried my hardest. I'm like, "Can I do this? I'm like, Ugh, nowhere. Just what's up? And and like I felt I was like I was like the guy in Men in Black. Like the, oh, give uh, me some sugar water, Vincent you know? Vincent did van Gogh.
3: Sugar, exactly. <laughs> okay. And I
4: felt like that, and like this is a you one time. You looked it, these, probably. These, these, yeah, totally. But Vincent much D'Onofrio? like everyone else there, so they didn't notice a difference.
2: Oh, you should have just. Fucking yak on their. But tits. I went that would have been awesome. You just that would have been great.
4: Tits. But I went. I went
3: to
2: the bath. Wow. They might have been in. I'm not Japanese, John. But <laughs> you I seen went that, that you. show? You <laughs> seen those Japanese shit where they're like filling up each other's like they're like filling up a bathtub? Have you seen that one where they're filling up a yeah, bathtub of yak and they're fucking regurgitating? <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> we got. We have slumber parties. You're
3: welcome. You okay, I'm I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> where we all get in
4: our PJs, play Mario Kart, and then watch the watch this shit while touching.
2: I got a cutter video.
4: But I went into the bathroom, and Aaron had to come sit with me while like, I gained my everything back. So I forgot the cabinet. So you yacked yeah, uh,
2: all that stuff up. That is phenomenal. Gilmore, i got to say, you guys did a great job last episode. And, uh, and if you guys have not checked out um, Brian and Ben and Jake at e for all uh, it's, the, it's the last episode on the queue on iTunes. Go back and pick it up, because it's phenomenal. Watch and it now. These guys, phenomenal.
5: I just,
4: yeah. But I still didn't look as sad as poor Steve Weeby.
2: Steve Weeby looked like Ugh. He was like There was like a chain Running from him To this Donkey Kong cabinet The dude will never Escape that game
3: Yeah That's that's pretty
2: bad that, so. I love that documentary though but. It's phenomenal It was amazing Yeah But Is it your epitaph That's the problem You know what I mean <laughs> Yeah um, Poor guy So guys We, we have some news um, Looks like This rumor that Josh Brolin's going to play Jonah Hex For uh, our good buddies Mark Neveldine and Brian Taylor Who did Crank They're friends of the show And uh, maybe I should just send Mark an email And be like Is this shit true? Josh Brolin playing Jonah Hex Uh, I don't know Um, He'd be a better choice than our good buddy Tom Jane Jane. (laughs) Did you Uh, see that picture?
6: Is it
4: Tom now? What? Wow Is it Tom now? Tom Jane
2: Not Thomas It's Tom now yeah. it's, it's Tommy Jane That he's been wearing my uh, sunglasses Yeah Tommy Jane uh, it, I don't know um, We got this news <laughs> About the The Graysons uh, It's a pilot Ordered oh. by the CW It's supposed to be around Our good buddy Robin's Days in high school Or his young years It's kind of like It's kind of like The Smallville it approach It didn't say high school It's the Smallville approach To Robin And I'm completely against this I'm yeah. guessing by your side That you're against this His name's DJ in the show Not Dick Yeah Oh my god Yeah, really? yeah. I didn't Seriously know that. I would yeah. just call him Deej But but, <laughs> but Some full house stuff then. What do you think of this Brian What do you think of uh, The Graysons pilot Because you're a fan of Smallville I stopped watching after season two
4: Yeah I, I mean I still like I think Smallville has come back up Right uh-huh. I
3: saw the first two episodes And liked him I haven't seen past the, Of this new season I mean Uh huh it was, it was pretty good
4: Dude it's It's a good show sometimes Like when it's good It's good
2: mm-hmm. When the it's Green not, Arrow I, I Shot the it. arrow through Clark I thought that was pretty awesome I liked it uh, When those first two seasons I was at film school Like I, you know I had, didn't have shit to do So I just watched them Like on end I had a friend She taped them And I would just watch them Non-stop And then uh, I moved to California uh, around season three, and they just stuttered to a stop. I couldn't, I couldn't no. do it. But... No, but
4: I like that though, because mm-hmm. when I, whenever I watch Smallville, I think about it sort of as a, as an ultimate Superman. Yeah, like, no, tell a you way, you know? Sure. And then so they have a lot of things where they change, they play with a lot of stuff, but they keep the story there, and all those characters have that weight from the future. You know, like right. they have that, like this person's going through this, but you know what's going to happen to them, which kind of brings a little bit of depth to anything that's happening,
5: mm-hmm.
4: which is kind of cool. And I think mm. that would be great, like if you could mm. have a bunch of really cool family moments with Dick and his, you know, right. family and shit like that when you know they're going to die. I mean, that's sort I, of. Okay. I,
2: I mean, I'm not that interested in Dick Grayson prior to his parents dying and him becoming Robin. That's old. I think of that character. I think that Robin works best as a compliment on or you know on Batman he's a he's a commentary on Batman yeah. um, well uh, if, let's say you're going let's say you're Chris Renault and you're like maybe let's put Batman, Robin in the next movie you don't do Chris O'Donnell that's retarded you do a kid you do a kid you do somebody who's the age of, of of that Bruce Wayne was when he lost his parents it's somebody who can remind Bruce no matter how dark he gets no matter how far from from humanity he gets Robin's his little light At the end of the tunnel That leads him back to Why he wanted to do this So that another child Will never be a victim As he was Robin is his constant reminder And he's the one thing That says no There's still hope There's still a purpose To what you're doing You're not just Beating up people Putting them in Arkham Asylum And then beating them up again Once they escape Because nobody's ever Fucking stayed in Arkham Asylum Uh, Place needs to be shut down First off I think Geekscape Should start the Stop putting people In Arkham Asylum Negative zone Everybody. Yeah, to Chunk the motherfuckers In the negative you zone go. Everybody You're like Killer Croc Good luck with this shit You yeah. can't just bust out of here um, But yeah I think I think without Batman There to give him context I think Robin's just Gonna be this bratty kid Who drives up in a Harley And it's like Time for school Yeah I wonder type of vehicle gonna Is gonna have Fucking American.
4: Cue an all American Reject song
2: yeah. Oh I could already Robin. see it Yeah My parents are a bunch Of ring people It's like a bunch Of carnies Like what the fuck
3: Yeah I'm losing more And more interest
2: Laura oh, no, sure. uh, Laura came in the other day Since we're, we're kind of talking big top Because you know the Graysons are a bunch of uh, trapeze artists uh, Laura came in and said Do you know what the origin of the word geek is? Do you know what geek means? Yeah do, What is but it? Can you get your iPhone away from the phone? Yeah I can, can totally you, can do you that Can you fucking stop doing that? Yeah I'll stop. Uh, being wh- a what's, what's the origin of the word geek? What is a geek?
4: Uh, a guy who eats chickens?
2: Yeah it's a, guy, eats chi- it's a guy He bites the head off chickens right? Yeah it's the guy in like a guy in like a carnival during the 1800s Who would bite the head off of a living chicken. That, that was what that, they would that call was a, a geek. geek.
3: Really? Yeah. So, we're so a bunch we of
2: actually chicken have menus. chickens here. Okay. And we're gonna make this geekscape. <laughs> How horrible! <laughs> and that we're be. gonna live up to our name. I need to live <laughs> up to my name. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of
3: our
4: viewers, not being our a legit geek. That's that. what Zach's reaching off yeah. camera for. Is yeah. A chicken. Our viewers yes. would
2: love that. they would be like, "Hey, Iggy Star." <laughs> 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 Iggy
4: Star is a mod on our. Yeah,
2: she she's she's on our forums, and I just think, hey. Before we kill the animal We did it for you um, The Graysons I cannot get behind that 28 months later Does this movie need a, a sequel?
3: Uh, did, did we need a 28 weeks later? Yeah
2: I enjoyed it actually Did you enjoy
3: it? It was, it was pretty good I, I, But the first one was a totally different type of movie to me I love that and First I didn't one really awesome. was I, I didn't really need a sequel But it was okay it wasn't Yeah the sequel
2: was ahead. like half as good is the first one um that and robert carlisle showing up everywhere robert carlisle i think the truth is that he could just smell the kids you know what <laughs> i mean like he could smell them zach so yeah I don't know. yeah really what
4: you like that movie
2: the second one yeah i didn't think it was that bad Yeah, i didn't think it was that bad either that robert Carlyle bullshit was a little easy but uh now we're, it looks like we're gonna get a 28 months later um it's got a director this guy paul andrew williams uh, he's done some indie horror movies uh, The Cottage is one of them And it looks like he's going to uh, Maybe do 28 weeks later Because there's a cliffhanger at the end of 28 Fuck I'm getting it wrong He's doing 28 months later There's a cliffhanger at the end of 28 weeks later, weeks later. and then uh... The helicopter thing? I'm yeah and then remember. like like Paris That's right you hear shit about Paris So oh. fuck spoilers But I think the big fucking spoiler Is that there's another fucking movie coming So yeah. that shit was spoiled When we started to say in the news um, Tron 2 What do you think of Tron?
3: I'm excited Are uh, you? Yeah I, I guess you'd say it I, I think it's gonna be cool Jeff Bridges was talking about The special Would effects Would he be
2: involved? Uh, I don't know
3: You sh- should be Why is be. he talking
2: shit? Um, I guess he You know He could be involved If he's talking about it But Right um, Would he be like The father figure Of the I don't know I am a computer <laughs> It should Tron 2 should just be Those G.I. Joe Cartoons that are re-edited On the internet <laughs> <laughs> um, the truth is uh, Tron 2 uh, My feeling on Tron is That it's an okay movie I don't think it's great Story wise And uh, it's
7: really but, but
2: Visually it's yeah. It was revolutionary You know what I mean And uh, Tron 2 Needs to be That same Level of Revolutionary Imagery uh, and, So then how do you do that? Well, yeah. don't ask me, motherfuckers Have you seen like the Ferrari it. motorcycle? It looks like they're, gonna they're going to do it in 3D There's a Ferrari motorcycle
3: that looks so much like a Tron bike Like a light cycle Oh, you're talking about real world Real world I, Oh, shit Yeah, it's pretty awesome yeah, does, just it does
2: it leave a streak behind you? Like a blue That'd be the greatest streak? thing
3: ever And if you run into yeah. that, you die type You take of, yeah. a
2: left and you're like Yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, Tron 2 looks like they're, they want to do it in 3D Which is the Disney you, you kind of have to do it
4: Like Beowulf?
5: Uh,
3: uh was that on. really three D though? That was that was more like a transfer. Three D was bad it,
2: Beowulf three D was badass.
5: Fucking
4: badass, yes, it was
3: But in we gotta 3D, talk
5: I think
2: it's gonna be more like uh Spike Kids three D up in this. Mm. Did you see that Did shit? You see that? Did you yeah, yeah. see that? Yeah. There was one shot that. there was one shot with the where the they're riding kinda of try on bikes and it goes towards the audience and back down like on a ramp, like overhead.
4: That was the cool thing about Beowulf that it wasn't just shit like like the like the three demon skulls from Freddy's Dead just coming oh, out. It yeah. <laughs> you know? was for real. It wasn't just stuff like that. It was like
3: I did like the part in Beowulf where the 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 guard is coming up on the horse and he has the giant uh, spear and it looks like the spear's. Yeah, I thought they that was did that.
2: Cool. They did that in Return of the Creature, the second uh, Creature from Black Lagoon movie. In the 50's did not see that one. All 3D There was tons of harpoon shots So they are like <laughs> Where is he? Oh <laughs> um, so Another sequel uh, Get Smart Get Smarter Or whatever the fuck They're gonna Smurder, call it Still getting smart The movie made 280 million dollars Worldwide So I'm guessing It's gotta have a sequel But that was probably One of the worst experiences Of my summer
3: Um a chick at Warner Brothers Mentioned something about that When we were Seeing The Watchmen we Oh were yeah there. she sure. did tell us about yeah. that Yeah This is gonna be brilliant. We just
4: didn't know it was news, I guess.
3: I really didn't care. (laughs) I was more interested in talking to her about Justice League than Cass Martin. Can
2: you possibly talk to them about giving me my
4: money back? (laughs) This is the T1200 chick.
3: Yeah, she. W-
2: you guys met this chick at the Watchmen thing. Yeah,
3: Brian. Brand- t- one Why do you call her? Brian didn't like her that much, which is understandably so. I'm she's glad she's weird. probably watching the show. Yeah, uh, I doubt it. No, no, no.
4: She's definitely just a Warner Brothers suit type mm-hmm. who was like, who's really attractive. Though. Yeah, really attractive. I
2: would bang the robot.
4: No, yeah, but definitely like I. Can't, I, I said this like I. I feel like she could like. Sprout tendrils From her back And then <laughs> suck out Our knowledge And like then Brainiac just, That's true Yeah, yeah yes. like Brainiac Because what she did Was she was basically Just minding us For data info On what the Watchmen uh, DVD release Should look like What the
3: nerds Would like for the DVD Yeah Do you,
4: do you, do you wanna Can we Do you think we What Would anyone
2: care Care um, about what The fact that you Just The stuff that they're Gonna put in the DVD One yeah. Warner Brothers contacts Yeah Yeah I think we should Okay What the fuck? Zach That's all you Okay. What did you say he was going to be on the
3: DVD? We were we were looking at the the airship, night, night owl ship, and yeah. this this chick comes up to us. She's the like, owl ship. The owl right. ship. Yeah. We, uh, she comes up to us and she's like, "What would you guys think of having like an owl ship with the DVD?
2: Like a little miniature?
3: That's where. First or maybe where I the thought, owl ship
2: opens up and the DVD's in there. Yeah.
3: That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Huh Which uh, I I guess I didn't really wrap my head around that concept at first because when she said like, "What if the DVD was this?" making me think that. Like the DVD <laughs> case itself was going to be made to look like the owl ship, but I yeah. think more is that or, or like it actually would come Kinda with like a high school yeah, musical yeah, and listen, tin listen,
2: listen. and shit like
4: that. I have no idea what you're listen, talking listen. about. <laughs> first off, the, first
2: off, the DVD has to be the smiley face pin. End of story. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, End of story. If, and you put it inside the owl. Do
4: you ship. guys remember when they show up the titles with the smiley face after uh, after the comedian gets killed? Right. Yeah. Like they have to put the smiley face Ltd thing. Like next to that was That was crazy. They, they uh, had yeah. to pull an arm and a leg to put the
2: smiley
3: face to get on there. To get the rights to that. Which sucks. Oh,
2: the smiley face is a copy a carpet written image? Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, Did not know that. Oh, I thought, I, I, I thought Forrest Gump created it. Well. <laughs> I thought everything in Forrest Gump was as history played out. That was a documentary. Yeah, that's what I thought. And supposedly thought, she... That d- retarded face. She never even thought about putting... <laughs> like, <laughs>
3: she never thought about putting the Black Freighter like actual comic book with it, which I thought... Uh, did, an did actual, actual printed, printed yeah, like an actual. Because when when mm-hmm. we uh, were looking around by the costumes, they had an actual printed version mm-hmm. of it, and it's like that would be a really cool. Well, you thing know, it's gonna, have.
2: you know, they're gonna have that animated version, and mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we it,
4: saw a little bit of the animation, and it looks pretty cool. It looks cool. Uh, uh,
2: what the
4: animation
2: would look like? Like dope. um So guys, uh, those of you who are watching Sarah Connor Chronicles, I'm sorry, you're no longer gonna be watching it. They ordered 13 episodes; they didn't order any beyond that. So uh, I got to tell you, if you were a fan of Terminator The Sarah Connor Chronicles On TV <laughs> Fucking Say that five times fast Sarah Connor oh, Chronicles a, that's part Chronicles. of the problem Yeah, yeah. they just such a well, yeah. What was the abbreviation again You said SCC. last time I was here TTSCC 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 Titties Yes I think the solution is Like you get these fucking people Who are like No our show And they petition the networks To put it back on Jericho Like Jericho What do they do
3: They're still looking for something Supposedly I
2: thought they sent Peanuts or something to the uh, well, people. they like, hey, uh, Roswell. Was
3: Roswell was Tabasco sauce, I believe. What they got to do? What they yeah. got to do? What, what did f- they do
4: for Veronica Mars?
2: Well, I have no idea. What they got to do for Sarah? Mars, Chronicles. Mars. What they? Oh, they did do Mars. Mars. That's funny. What they got to do for Sarah Chronicles is just all short. <laughs> They got to all show up naked, yeah. like they've been sent from the fucking future and be like, that's if not, you yeah. do not put the TV show back on, the future will be alright.
3: <laughs> the thing I don't understand is why is Night Rider doing so good and we're losing Sarah it's Connor. It's Is it? I don't
2: know I've been now. hearing, I've
3: it's been hearing, well. I've been hearing. The strike random... has
2: brought that show
3: back. I guess so. I I saw the first episode and it was completely turned off by it, but I've been hearing random rumors that it's actually doing good numbers. That's
4: the worst shit ever.
3: I can't It was it's, it's really bad Yeah Did, you, me, did you, you see
2: Bianca Woman? That was making another me angry. My friends uh, Speaking of TV Laura yeah. Can you come in here And tell me what you just witnessed Walking the dogs Speaking of television While well, we're talking about television Hot I don't, television I don't look very cute right now. Laura, Laura's claiming She doesn't look too cute right now
5: Bedtime yeah, It's she, bedtime she, she Oh it, it is bedtime Sweetie
2: so Come in here And just lean in front of the camera Real quick And say hello The audience loves Laura yeah. uh, there's, there's a line you Just come in wait And wait. say hi Say hi um, what did you, what, what did you witness? Um you're blocking the light, sweetie, but uh
8: yeah, sure move down. down. I don't know
2: where you gotta be. Just be right here, yeah. So what did what did you see uh when you were walking the dogs? Just tell us.
8: Well, um, you can hear me.
2: Yeah, I think we can hear you okay, okay right, Gils? Yeah, just kinda of project loudly and annoyingly like I do. Okay, so what did you hear?
1: I was walking down the street and I saw um this guy coming down the street and it's then, like eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night? No, it's nine o'clock at night and I don't know. Well, you shouldn't know where we live, but sometimes <laughs> it's really not where I should be walking alone at nine o'clock at night. But I had to walk the dogs, and so this guy was walking up behind me, and I walked out with the dogs, and he crossed the street because he's afraid of my dogs. And he was like this young black guy, and he goes, "What are you doing outside? Heroes is on." you <laughs> think, "What are you doing
5: outside?
2: There's there's a shooting. There was a shooting, or there's an yeah. escape convict. I mean,
1: there's They're fires. They're talking about the fires right there's now. Fire. Yeah." Heroes is on, and I said it sucks. <laughs> and he goes, "No, dude, they're doing crazy things." <laughs> and then he disappeared into one of the houses, and I
9: just couldn't believe that's what really I That's fine. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So. Good night.
2: Good night. Good night. <laughs>
9: <laughs>
2: Laura, Laura's not going to go watch Heroes. No. Um, that's who is watching crazy. Heroes. Crazy. If you guys are still watching Heroes, don't. Um, watch True Blood. Watch True Blood. You like that shit? Yeah. Because last like, time you came, you were iffy. No, no, now no. you're a
3: fan. Now I'm really loving it. Well, oh my what, god! What
2: converted you to loving True Blood? Was it last episode? Something happened?
3: Well, yeah. Anna from got naked, but I don't. Yeah, they were.
2: What? Uh, what? Okay, got it, got it, got it. There were some pretty, uh,
3: pretty nice boobs, I guess. So the first time seeing her naked was was cool. But uh, you want want one of those? Done, but okay. I know the show got a lot better. I, I read the book, and like I've told you last episode, I like the book a lot. But I think they've really expanded a lot, a, a, a lot of characters. One in particular is this one named Lafayette, who's a a gay uh, black chef who works in the the bar where uh, Anna Paquin is. Je baloo. Is he talking like that Cajun style? Not He he kind of has an accent, but it's not that ridiculous. Water's good. But that's like my favorite character, Barnard. He's he's a drug dealing. Gay. Actually, he's bisexual. I think he he just he wants to bang anything that walks in. But he's the greatest character ever. Yeah, el, that guy.
2: El Gilmore. El Gilmore. El Gilmore. El Gilmore. Ravager of the South. Um, Juanito Londo. Juanito Londo. Um, <laughs> that's for really good. No reason. So uh, we gotta tell you guys. Um, speaking of fear and things mm-hmm. that strike fear in your hearts, like Gilmore. Uh, well, I didn't have sex With anything For any reason um, Gilmore and I uh, We attended the first night Of Scream Fest Here in LA Oh no, was, no We a,
4: attended The black carpet op- Red carpet op- The red carpet, carpet or oh. Opening
2: party uh, They wouldn't actually Let a, us in the party But they let us uh, Cover the, the red carpet And it was actually A black carpet
4: Like a Like a BET Awards
2: yeah, So is. this is This is a horror festival Going on here in LA And uh, we got a chance To talk to some people You guys are fans of uh, Mike uh, Doherty, Doherty Mike Doherty uh-huh. Who co-wrote Superman Returns And he co-wrote X2 And now he, he wrote And directed this movie Called Trigger Tree Trigger which Tree I don't know when it's coming out It's It's been like it was In limbo for years. or so yeah. It's yeah. To come out Last Halloween was, I, I don't know But it's playing in this I festival I really want to see it He uh, should go to the festival Because he uh, Fest He's playing it He wasn't there I was supposed where to go Where were you Zach Am so, I allowed to say where I was You were supposed to be with us and, Yeah And uh, yeah Go ahead and tell us Then I'll go to this clip Okay.
3: Where were you? Uh, Friday night. I went. It was Friday night, right? Yeah. I went and saw a rock band live at the Staples Center, which is a rock band concert. Uh, featuring the Plain White T's, uh, Panic at the Disco, and Dashboard Confessionals. At yeah.
4: which point he made out with everyone around him, including fourteen-year-old boys. Yes,
3: absolutely.
2: You know I like Chris Carabba's a really nice guy. I've met him on a couple occasions. I, I have respect for Dashboard Confessionals. Right, you're
4: writing songs about high school, but you're uh, he hasn't grown, you're up. You're not grown up. He's not thirty-two. But Change but what you're writing. He, songs he was a about. nice guy,
2: but 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 this sounds like the faggotiest festival you can possibly. Yeah, to.
3: it was pretty bad. I got I, I got.
4: Hatescape.
3: Yeah, I guess it's Hadescape now. No, uh, Chris Gore invited me. Uh, no. I guess uh, do you do your audience, oh, do they know who Chris knows Gore is? Yeah, okay, because he was on Geek Drum.
2: Yeah, and he he he, he lo- the audience loved him. Yeah. No. Oh, they revolted because he started talking politics. They were Ooh. like, nah. but you know
4: what? In his defense, you know actually, he was right. He was. Yeah. One, he was right. Two You were talking about V for Vendetta Which had themes like that in it Right And it was Guys, fun.
2: Let me tell you right now Motherfuckers Second Chris, second Chris becomes available Or what we start talking about it Chris is coming on this couch And he's gonna get all Politico up in this shit He should do an episode Do you, do you episode. want him back? I yeah can, he should
3: Yeah yeah that yeah let's, up. Let's have he, should, him. he should do an
2: episode Around the election oh, Well that's exactly yeah. What I was gonna say That'd be
3: pretty funny But yeah, it was his son's First uh, concert ever for His birthday oh, that's nice. He's that's like nice. Yeah so uh, his, his uh, son Brought a kid And then like I, I went so Chris wouldn't just Have to be with Young kids, you know, so mm-hmm. that was fun. Played a little bit of Rock Band, just set up all over the place, and it, it was definitely not my scene for music. But it's just kind of cool to go to that type of concert again. You know what I mean?
2: Well, his child is now missing, so I've <laughs> yeah. seen this kid. His, his name is also kid. Zach, by
3: the way. Oh really? Yeah. It's Just kind of interesting when we're in the room, you know, it gets yeah. a little confusing.
2: Zach, you're a fucking loser. You're like, the kid's like,
5: Me?
3: yeah. No, okay. the big, like, the yes. big hairy brown one. Right.
2: No, uh, so Scream Fest is what we were doing.
3: When Which you, sounds pretty awesome yeah,
2: right? Uh, no we got We got Mike Doherty We got um, uh, Bobby Drake Iceman Sean Ashmore And his bro And his bro Oh who is uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen. Olsen We got that Jinx one. And we also got this uh, Guy Jeffrey Combs Who plays Who's the fucking Reanimator Jeffrey Combs So we got, oh. we got some Interviews for, with a couple of Horror people We're gonna play those For you now And we'll be right back So enjoy the Screamfest LA Red carpet soiree
9: Black
1: uh I'm Mike Doherty, writer and director of Trick or Treat, uh, coming to you from Screamfest 2008, opening night. Um, well, it was based on an animated short I did back in like 96, 97. It was an animated student film. Uh, so in a lot of ways it started back then, but the first draft of the screenplay was done in 2000, and it's kind of been one of those projects that uh, was on again, off again for the past eight years. And uh, now, what's the movie
2: about? It, it, it's got kind of a, a strange structure because it's four intertwining mo- uh, stories. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 basically a horror anthology film in the tradition of Tales from the Crypt and Creepshow, um, the Twilight Zone, and uh, it, it's a throwback to, or it, it's a throwback to like old horror comics. Um, but the stories kind of all they all take place on Halloween night, set in a small town, and they kind of crisscross with each other, as opposed to being four completely distinct stories, but very tongue-in-cheek. To me, it's more of a horror comedy than a straight out horror film.
2: And now uh, we know you really well because you wrote X Two. You co-wrote that with, with Dan Harris. You, we got Superman yeah. as well, and then uh, and, and um, we're wondering, like, what other comic book movies could you? Uh, are, are you going
1: after? Um, you know what? To be totally honest, it's not that I, I never want to say never, but I feel like okay, I've done two superhero flicks, and they were fantastic. I learned a lot. But my heart really lies in horror films, monsters, things of that sort. So um, I'm trying to get as many original projects off the ground because I think we've seen a lot of adaptations. We've seen a lot of remakes. And uh, I'm glad they're still being made, but I kind of want to focus on some more original stuff.
2: But that doesn't mean you aren't reading. I mean, we had Sean out you uh, and said that you had a huge comic book library, and we are huge comic book fans, and that's what GeekScape's about. What are some of the books you're reading? What's some of the stuff that, that
1: get you excited, and you're like, hey, maybe? To be totally honest, and I know he's here, but uh, Jonah Vasquez is running around, and I'm a huge fan of Squee and Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, and I know they're not recent titles, but I think they're amazing, amazing stories, and I'd love to find some way to bring those to the big screen or even as a TV series. Um, because I think you know, those are some of the funniest, most morbid stuff I've read in, in years.
2: So you still reread those? I mean they oh, yeah. came out ten years ago, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's like the, the, the squee trade paperback is still sitting by my, my, my nightstand for occasional reading. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, you, might, you might have to go back to doing animated shorts then.
1: Uh, I, I love animation and that's why the next project is gonna be animated. Um, so uh, yeah, I think it was time to go back home again.
2: <laughs> How much can you tell us about the next project? I can't tell you too much.
1: Other than the concept that being, uh, it's called Calling All Robots, and uh, it's kind of an homage to the old uh, 50s rubber monster movies, giant monster movies from Toho. Uh, And, you know, it's about a world where giant robots and giant monsters are common everyday occurrences uh, and uh, how we deal with that.
2: Are you a fan of Brad Bird, who plays a lot, like the 1950s stuff, and he does you know, The Iron Giant, which was the best movie that year?
1: Yeah, huge Brad Bird fan, and one of my all-time favorites, and I think it's a tragedy, it's not on DVD, is Family Dog, that amazing story segment. And, like That was my first introduction to Brad Bird, and uh, I actually had to find my old VHS copy of it recently, transfer it to DVD just so I could have it. And it's not the best copy, but until they finally put it out on DVD, it's the best I can get. Yeah.
2: My audience is now fi- me, having a kinship with somebody who brought
1: Superman and Wolverine to the screen. They're like, wow, he is one of us. Yeah, there's no Furd here, my friends. Yeah, I was a kid who was picked on in high school and got in trouble for drawing in algebra class when I when I uh, shouldn't have been and had the teacher grab it and say, You think this is going to get you anywhere? <laughs> so I think it's working. <laughs> anything you want to say to that teacher? Well, hey, anything you want to say to that teacher? What's up, Mr. Petrella? <laughs> dude good luck at Screamfest. good luck with trick-or-treat any idea on when we might be able to see it in theaters uh again your guess is as good as mine i'm showing it in new york on monday uh Fangora is hosting a screening at the two boots theater on monday night uh and after that who knows so it's a mystery <laughs> well good luck good luck
5: thanks
1: what's up guys i'm here with jeffrey combs you guys know him as the
2: reanimator uh but but you're here at Screamfest fest promoting a new movie uh
0: called it's called parasomnia directed by bill malone who also did uh the first house on haunted hill and uh, a movie i did with him called fear.com and um i've worked with him a couple other times like in tv and stuff so um it's a really cool movie shot it maybe a year year and a half ago um it's it's his dream it's his baby and it's uh, an incredibly unique visually just an alarming movie in in many ways. I mean, the, the the dreamscape in this movie is like nothing I've I've ever seen. So, I'm I'm really really excited about it. What, what's the character you play? What, what does he do? Well, I get to play kind of a uh, homicide detective. Uh, some really weird things start happening, and so uh, I get called in. You know, and uh, you know it's kind of Monday, and you know why are why are Mondays so bad? You know, and so some really Gruesome sort of murders start happening, so I'm trying to figure out wh- exactly what's going on, and it's it's way beyond you know what what I imagine it is, and um, and plus I've got some uh, skeletons in my closet oh, wow. as well. We so oh yeah, sure. So, so. <laughs> we can't
2: we can't have Jeffrey Combs running out there without
0: without the the secret places in his basement yeah, and in the closet. Everything isn't what it appears to be, so it's really cool. It, it has a real sort of um, you know, dreamy, sort of um, fantastical quality about it, but also very film noir, too. Very gritty and uh, very Bill Malone. I mean, he's a great filmmaker, so.
2: Now, in in the comics, they took your character from Reanimator and they put him up against Ash from the Evil Dead movies. Were you aware of this?
0: Yeah, I was, uh, but if you look carefully, that's not really me. Uh, It doesn't really look like me. Other than glasses and a lab coat, it's uh, not really my likeness, so... uh, but you know, I take it as a compliment.
2: Now, if if they were to, to if they were to say, "Hey, we're going to make this into a movie," would you would you be
0: uh, up to going up against uh, Bruce Campbell as Ash in a movie? I would love to work with Bruce Campbell, and I think that that would be a a, a great pairing, actually, for a, for a horror movie because uh, you know he is a hilarious guy, and, uh, and 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 I think the two of us would have a great time. That that that's a good idea. You got to be a producer. Did you hear that? Did you, did you hear, hear that?
2: that? Jeffrey, thanks so much. Good luck with the movie, and uh, and what do you, where can we see you afterwards? Uh,
0: at the party? No. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I got a couple other things that that, that are that are coming out. Um, I, I did a movie uh, not not too long ago called Dark Castle, which mm. hasn't come out. Yeah, that should be pretty cool too.
2: So a lot of you stay, you're staying with horror, you're staying with the horror fans and just uh, and giving them the scares that they know you for?
0: Yeah, you know, I'll dance with the one that brings me, and, you know, plus I, I do TV, you know, I do a lot of, like, I was in the 4400 and stuff like that, so, you know, whatever intrigues me, whatever's interesting, whatever, whatever lets me do something kind of different, uh, I'll do it. Well,
2: the geeks love you. Uh, we geeks love you, we horror fans love you, and we want to keep seeing you.
0: No geeks. Oh, I'm one.
2: You ready, Brian? I'm looking for you, and I barely see your head over the camera. <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? I'm here with uh, with Sean Ashmore. You guys know him as Bobby Drake. You guys know him from a million other things. Uh, Smallville. I mean, yep. the geeks love you. Excellent. So uh, so what are you here promoting?
10: Uh, well, I'm actually here. My roommate, Mike Doherty, uh, wrote and directed uh, Trick or Treat. So I'm here to support the film, and uh, it's a great movie. And, uh, yeah, it's been sort of two years coming, so it's awesome to see it. And, uh, yeah, i got some friends in it. Uh, Anna Paquin and Brian Cox, people I've worked with before, so it's uh, really, really great.
2: You met Mike doing X2, because he yeah. was one of the writers there.
10: Yeah, we, uh, uh, we became friends uh, as he wrote that, and then we basically kind of started hanging out after that, and uh, we've lived together for the last four years, so we're like, yeah, some good, really good friends.
2: And then your, your brother ends up with Jimmy Olsen on Smallville, but not the movie that Mike also, look, it's Jimmy Olsen, but, but not the movie that he ends up writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how does that work?
10: It's you know it's, it's 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 the house that Aaron lives with us every once in a while too. So we always say it's the house that comic books built um, because it's you know we're sort of so entwined in that uh, genre of uh, comic book horror sci fi stuff. And uh, yeah, I mean, Aaron literally just auditioned for the film or for the uh, for the show. Like I think it was probably six months after all the Superman stuff kind of went by. And uh, yeah, he just got the
2: part, best guy for it. So yeah. So your bro- your, your brother's Jimmy Olson. Yeah. You you live with the writer of the Superman movie, yeah. and uh, and you're Bobby Drake. So. And you're mute, It
10: works out pretty well.
2: Now, uh, it's Comic Books have given you so much. Do you ever give back? Do you go back and, and purchase some comics? And are I you a fan? All
10: the time. i got to be honest. Mike has stuff sort of like lined up and sent. So the library sort of is his and I kind of pick it up. So I every once in a while I'll pop in, but he supplies me with most of my reading material. So. Still well, with some X-Men, of the stuff, still read the X Men, okay. still read uh, Spider Man. Uh, that's kind of it right now. I've kind of been uh, I've been traveling a little bit, so I haven't been reading a lot. But those are always like staples for me.
2: And are you up to date? Are you reading like the brand new day you know, Spider Man no, stuff? No, I'm probably no. I'm I'm like
10: months and months and months and months behind. What's going on? Um, I don't even know, to tell you the truth, I haven't read Spider-Man for a while, but uh, the latest, what else did I read too? Oh, you know, I also picked up stuff like, Mike's always got like, you know, 30 Days of Night lying around, which is stuff that I have like, past that I haven't read, so that's also kind of what I'm reading too, so a lot of graphic stuff, and uh, yeah, that's kind of like the most recent stuff I've been reading.
2: Well, what in, in your reading, what's something that you're like, dude, that'd be so much fun to play? Um, other comic book characters? Um, Why not? You're, you're already making a list. I gotta be honest, man, I'm, I'm kind of happy with the one I got.
10: I don't want to soil uh, soil Bobby Drake at all. I'm pretty happy with what I get. I think you only get one. I'll be honest. I think you only get one. Uh, I'm trying to own it, you know, but I think you only get one comic book character. And, uh, Any chance
2: of going back and owning it again?
10: I hope so. We'll see. I mean, I know that they're definitely, uh, you know, Fox is definitely making sort of the origin stories, um, but I have no idea. I'd love to do an X4. It's, uh, you know, it's one of those characters that I got to, uh, I've been playing for sort of six years now, and I'd love to go back again. Hope they do it. I have no idea. Wait and see. Hopefully uh, there's enough of a demand and they'll do it.
2: In the meantime, what, what are you going to be working on? Um.
10: Well, I did a, a horror film that uh, came out last year called The Ruins, and then I just did a film up in Canada um, called Diverted, which is like a BBC, CBC film about um, all the international fights that were diverted on 9-11, so kind of a more serious piece. Um, and, yeah, really interesting, really great project. So we'll see when that comes out. I'm not sure exactly when that's going to come out. Can
2: you talk about who you play? and, and, and yeah, who. Put I,
10: I, basically, I play... Um, well, like I said, it's a it's an English-Canadian co-production, and I basically play one of the uh, air traffic controllers uh, in this small town in Newfoundland that helps land all the international planes. So it's like this town that was inundated by six thousand people overnight, and basically how they dealt with that and how they you know took care of all the uh, all the people that were stranded. So it's a uh, you know it's like a ensemble piece and uh, really cool, really cool
2: story. That's cool. Damn it. That's cool. I mean, it's like another window of the event that nobody's, you know, in the it's, States has touched on.
10: Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's also an interesting uh, interesting take on I mean, everyone sort of uh, knows exactly what happened in the city, but sort of all the people that were affected, whether people live in the city or around the world, I mean, I'll never forget the day, uh, you know, the morning when I, obviously on, on the 11th when I woke up, and I was in Toronto, and everybody, it was during the film festival, Toronto Film Festival, so, like, you know, people from... All over New York, uh, all of the states were like rushing to get back over the, you know, it was just like one of those things that sort of stuck in my head even though I wasn't in the city. So, this is just another take and another sort of aspect of of, uh, of that day, which I think is pretty interesting.
2: You don't fire one fireball or ice blast or anything. It must be a relief. It must be a relief. Feels good, everyone while Just be a normal dude. Cool. Yeah. Not fighting monster vines or any of that. Nothing, man. Just
9: just being a normal guy. Well, cool. Thanks so much. Good take care, you. Sean. Take care. See you guys. I'm Bill Malone, director of uh, Parasomnia, mm-hmm. uh, which is here at the Screen Fest, uh... Festival.
2: Now you also did House on the Haunted Hill, the re- the remake. And uh, how else would the audience know about uh, about you? Because you also did another horror film that's escaping me at the moment.
9: Uh, that was Escape movie. No, it was called Fear. dot com. That's right. Yes, yeah, so, uh, uh, I think that's right. Yes, and I also I uh, did a lot of Tales from the Crypt episodes and and uh, Masters of Horror and all of those sort of things. So,
2: so this movie has uh, it takes place both in the real world and in the dreamscape. What were some of the challenges of bringing that to reality?
9: Uh, mostly the money because I this is sort of self-financed, wow. <laughs> yeah. So my house is on the line here, but uh, um, yeah, no, it was it was uh, difficult because you know we did a lot of green screen work and getting the actors to really know what what that was going to be like was you know a challenge and and uh, but they really locked into it and did a great job. But it, it's uh, you know it's always difficult when they're you know, actors have to work against nothing, so yeah. Fear. dot was on the other day. I watched it. It's Got Steven Dorff in it. Correct. Steven Dorff, yes, yeah, Steven Dorff. Who, who I uh, actually got him in the movie because I saw I saw him in Backbeat where he played Stu Sutcliffe, and I thought, well, this guy's really cool, you know. So I asked him to be in the film, and he, he accepted. So now,
2: now our show is seen uh, online, and we have our own website. But uh, in that movie, you explore the dangers of the internet. Uh, what are some of the warnings that you could give our audience about being on the Internet
9: too long, especially hanging out on our website? Well, th- bad things could happen to you, especially, you know, in the little boxes up at the top that said meet somebody. You don't want to press those buttons, I'm telling you. Do <laughs> you have any personal horror stories from that one? A few of them, yes. We won't talk about that.
2: <laughs> so uh, where can we see the movie released after Screamfest?
9: Well, we don't know yet. We haven't uh, uh, signed our distribution deal yet. We're out uh, on the, you know, taking it out right now. So, and hopefully, Screenfest will be part of getting it out there. Um, we will be at uh, American Film Market in November, which is uh, only three or four weeks away. So, yeah. And, and
2: the uh, Masters of Horrors—they keep having uh, seasons
9: of that. Are we going to see any future work from you in that series? Well, uh, Masters of Horror is sort of, uh, I think they did two seasons and that was the last of it. Then they turned it into uh, Fear Itself for NBC. And uh, by the time that happened, I was well working on Parasomnia, so I didn't have really time to do that. So um, whether or not they're going to do more of those, I don't know. So, you know, I, I really enjoyed doing the Masters of Horror, though. That was a great experience. So, and Mick Garris, who was the executive producer, was really good about letting everybody do their thing. It was a great thing. And you also directed a couple Tales from the Crypt episodes, right? I did. I directed uh, two of them. One was shot in England, which was great fun, because we were actually at Ealing Studios, and uh, you know, I'd have like the first AD come up to me go, Hey, governor, what's next? You know, and I felt like I was doing a Hammer movie or something like that. It was great. So, Were you a fan of the comic books? Were you a comic book fan? Because like, a lot of our audience
2: are comic book readers.
9: Well, I you know I read a lot of them when I was a kid, and I read mostly famous monsters of Filmland, too, you know, which I've probably warped my brain as well. So, yeah, no, I, I like the I, I was a big Batman fan, you know, when I was a kid, so more than Superman.
2: So, you're you're a man who lurks in the shadows in your storytelling. I like dark stuff, you know. <laughs> hey guys, we're here with Thora Birch. Uh, why don't you uh, tell us what you're here promoting?
7: I'm here promoting Train, which is going to be premiering on the 16th. And uh, it's a uh, character-driven sort of suspense slash horror film, and uh, I play it's I play lana Maxwell, and uh, me and my friends we get stuck on a train ride in Eastern Europe, and uh, there's no escaping it.
2: Even when it gets to the end of the tracks, or you guys hope to last that long?
7: The the, the tracks keep going, and and probably my character would build them if she had to <laughs> afterwards. But uh, you know that's for the viewers, so.
2: You guys are just a, a bunch of American students or something, backpacking in Europe?
7: We're wrestlers. We're American <laughs> coll- collegiate wrestlers, uh, therefore we can take care of ourselves. But ultimately, uh, one by one, I sort of watch as my boyfriend and my closest friends are, are killed. And then at some point, I kind of, you know, come to the realization that I need to avenge their deaths. So... And
2: so so it's premiering here at Screenfest. Is there a theatrical distribution that maybe some of our audience would get a chance to see it?
7: Has it right now. We're working on the ratings issue, mm-hmm. which apparently is more of an issue for some films than than for other films. But for us, it's it's an issue. Yeah, well,
2: where can we see you after that?
7: Uh, the deadline, which is with Brittany Murphy, and that's a that's a a, a suspenseful drama. And uh, I don't I don't exactly know. It just the film was just completed. Not that long ago, but uh, we'll see what happens with Sundance. So, yeah. Well, good luck. Thanks. Have a good night,
2: Bye. Quinn. We got it. We got to talk to Quinn. Keep the camera rolling, please, please. Are you getting down here? Yep. Now, now uh, we're here. We're here with the uh, with the star of Trick or Treat. Uh, are we all right? Yep. You, what's your last name, Mr. Quinn? Lord. Quinn Lord. Now, uh, Quinn, how old are you? Nine. Quinn is nine, and let me tell you something. Quinn is the lead in this big horror movie that's coming up, right?
8: Yeah, that's. That's definitely right. You got that. <laughs> <laughs> now, now,
2: now, Quinn, it's, it's okay not to be modest. You are the star, you are the man, and you are taller than my camera guy. L- look at this guy, Gilmore. He He's dressed in black, just like you, but I think you get more ladies, don't you think?
8: Nah. <laughs> no, not really. No?
2: Not uh, as much. How long you been acting, Quinn?
8: Since I was four or five. So
2: you're a pro. You're, you're good at it.
8: Yeah started with me memorizing whole book.
2: Wait, did you say a whole book? Like how big was the book?
8: Uh, not that very big.' Was, I think 10 or 15 pages in it. It's called uh, Dr. Zeus made it and it was uh, called the Lorax. I love
2: the lorax. I speak for the trees. Yeah, isn't that right? The Lorax speaks for the trees, right?
8: I remember the whole book, and then I went into an improv class, and is this, um, is this, um, uh, how should I say, um, is this, uh... Are you going to
2: recite the Lorax for us, sir?
8: Well, I can't remember it now. It's been so <laughs> many years.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, Quinn, you you obviously have the lead in this movie. Uh, are you a good guy or a bad guy? You don't want to tell me, yeah, huh? You're, you're in the middle. kind of in the middle. Yeah. Now, are, are there any hot babes in this movie that 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 that, that are in love with you?
8: No. You
2: know the, the the hot actresses in Hollywood, right?
8: Well, none of them are. Well.
2: None of them are nine, right? No. No. You're a ladies' man, though, right?
8: Not yet.
2: <laughs> what dating advice can you give to my audience? Some of them who want girlfriends.
8: I'm just not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Quinn, you, you, you done trick or treat? You played the not gonna tell us if it's a good guy or bad guy. What's next, buddy?
8: He's more towards the bad side. That's what? my don't hint. spoil it. That, that's your little hint. He's more
2: towards the bad guy. Now, uh, what, what, uh, what are you gonna do after this?
8: Well, virtuality, and I play Sean Braun, but I'm not supposed to say anything else about it. Okay.
2: Now, now, uh, my audience loves video games. They love comic books. What are? So, well, look at your eyes. You, you lit up. What are some of your favorite comic books, comic book characters, or video games that you play? What are you up to?
8: I love Super Smash Brothers. I can tell you that.
2: On the Wii, the Brawl. Yeah. Okay. Well, who do you play as?
8: I play um, Kirby a lot. Um, yeah, because
2: you can float, right? You can get right back.
8: Yeah. Um, Sonic. Mario, I play as him a lot. Okay, that's good. Right,
2: that's a good character. I like your
5: technique.
8: Yeah.
2: Now, is Jigglypuff for cheaters? There's a lot of talk that Jigglypuff, the character you have to unlock, the, the Pokemon is a, he's like a cheating character because he's too easy to play as.
8: Mm. He's not that easy. Well, his his whole body inflates as a superpower.
2: Now, now, hey, have you tried? Uh, have you tried any of the other characters? Like you got Snake. You've got Link in the in the game. Who do you play as, Samus?
8: Uh, Samus. Yo, yeah, that's great. It's awesome. Superpower, boom! Everyone's off the map. This kid's amazing. Wow. This
2: kid is amazing. This kid is amazing. Now, 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 listen, Quinn. Before we let you go, uh, y- you play Mario Kart? Uh,
8: I. I can just talk video games with you all day. Nah, I don't play Mario Kart. I don't have it.
2: Okay. Okay. We fit.
8: Uh, we Fit, oh yeah, we got that.
2: This guy's 80 years old and We Fit. That's what it told him. That's what it told him.
8: It told him he's way out of shape. Nah. What's uh, your We Fit age? My lowest We Fit age is 16.
11: I'm Adam Edward Brooks, writer-director of the season.
6: My name is Douglas Tate. I play Simon in the season.
11: And so what's it about? It's a, kind of a Texas Chainsaw kind of movie on an Amish farm. <laughs> wow. And, and not humor somehow. So it's, uh, it's kind of intense. And so you, you play obviously an Amish person or somebody who comes into this new
2: society?
6: I do play an Amish, play an Amish person, but he's a little bit different. He's a little off. A little yes.
2: Journey. He has an MP3 player. Well,
6: how, how is he different? Uh, he's different because he was born uh, not looking so good, kind of disfigured, and uh, he's been used as a slave to run the family. The home and everything. So he's been kind of used and abuse. So but I built up a lot of strength through the years, so yeah. So
2: he follows in the in the footsteps of somebody like Leatherface and Jason who's been picked on and, and cast out and now he's it's time for revenge. Exactly.
6: Exactly. So you cast
2: like a good looking dude to play uh like this mongoloid yeah. killer. Exactly. So he yeah. covers
11: face the whole time. <laughs>
6: and, <laughs> Oh, okay. go ahead. I do a lot of uh, that creature kind of work, prosthetics. I play a head of part in Star Trek, the new movie this year, J.J. J. Abrams. And also I played a slee stack in Land of the Lost this year. So that's, those are coming out next year. And I did this in Iowa in his hometown we shot it in. He came back to his hometown in Iowa, shot the film. It was a great experience. He's a great director. And, I mean, just from the shots I've seen, it looks unbelievable. I'm really excited for this. And he's a good, he's got a good mind, this guy, definitely.
2: So have you thrown the season up against an audience? Are you looking forward to it if this is the first time?
11: Uh, we've had a few other screenings, and it uh, went really well. Our first one we did back home in Iowa as a tornado relief. A tornado went through two-thirds of the town, and we had the screening there to raise money for the high school.
2: Oh, wow. wow. And so, so
11: a scary event leads to a scary screening, but at least to a good a scary cause. Scary screening. There's 50-, 60-, 70-year-olds there. To wanting to show their support and all this, and it and it played with them too. So
6: hey, they wouldn't show up to a screening here. That's good. A 57-year-old, no, that's great. That shows the support in Iowa. That's why it was a great experience being there, and just the look of it is amazing. You guys got to check it out, definitely.
2: You guys have distribution yet? Is there a future
11: beyond the, the film festival where we might be able to see it? Uh, no, we don't have distribution yet. So uh, you're more than welcome to come on Tuesday, 9:30, Gromans. Thanks guys. Thanks so much. Good luck with the with the screening too. Thanks.
5: care
2: guys. So uh we we we're, we're talking now to uh, Jimmy Olsen on Smallville. That yeah. That I,
12: that I, last, I uh, we're not still talking to him. No, I'm kidding. Do you, you guys get confused for each other quite a bit? Uh it happens all the time. Especially when you follow him down a line like this. It <laughs> it, it happens, but uh it, on a day-to-day basis it doesn't happen so much, but when we were younger it happened a lot more. So uh but it's 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 kind of it what's it, what happens when you're twins, you know? So
2: which is the bizarre twin out of the two of you guys?
12: I am. <laughs> I think so. I think you mean me is. Me is, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, mean, uh, that's. I think you'd have to ask a particular. Holy smokes! There's all sorts of people showing up now. I'm looking at this. Um, but yeah, I think you'd have to ask him. He might tell you a different story. But in my opinion, it's me.
1: Now,
2: uh, what are you here promoting at ScreenFest? Are you, are you in Trick or Treat or
12: uh, <laughs> Mike's movie? Or? I actually had about, I was up in Vancouver shooting Smallville uh, when he was up there and I did about like, I had like a five second cameo. There's this big like scene, uh, parade scene and, and I was kind of on set that day and he's like, do you want to be in the parade? And I was like, yeah. So, so I did that. But um, I basically just hear supporting Mike and, and uh, it's really, really nice to finally see the movie because it's, it's amazing and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully it'll come out on a, to a bigger audience soon. Yeah.
2: Now this it seems like just a bunch of friends making a horror movie because you guys have Anna Paquin in it, you know, uh Mike's of course doing it, your sometimes roommate. Yeah. Uh what was the process of, uh, of making this movie for Mike and uh what are you working on besides Smallville?
12: Um well, I think process for Mike uh he it I think it, he created this character Sam that the whole thing's based around in, in like 96 or something like that. So for him I think it's been this long process of kind of uh I don't know if he even trying to develop it into a film at the start it was just kind of this idea that I think kind of stuck around and there's artwork of Sam like all over our house. He put out like Halloween cards and it, so I think it just kind of progressed into this this film. So for him I think it's been a long long journey. Um for me the stuff other stuff I'm doing uh, I just finished a movie called The Thaw and uh uh, Deep Cove this summer up in Vancouver kind of horror type films uh, eco thriller kind of uh, the thaw and then just working working away on Smallville for another season so uh, yeah just keeping busy so, so these are the horror movies that will make Al Gore happy. Uh, any, any chance of, of, of battling the man bear pig? <laughs> um, I would I think it might destroy me but I would, I would I, I'd, I'd go for it. Although Al Gore's doing a pretty good job with that so
0: um,
2: Now any comic books you're into? Video games? This kind of stuff my audience uh, is into?
12: Yeah, um, I uh, have been reading. This. People are always giving me comic books on set. There's a guy, uh, Nathan, on set, Smallville. It's always giving me stuff. So I just read. It's kind of old stuff, I think. But uh, I think it's called uh, the Long Halloween Batman and
2: Club's uh Book. He's yeah. one of your producers. Come on. Well, he's not really on. The show. He's not on. Any, oh, now now he's over on Heroes. Yeah. So yeah.
12: But uh, so I I I think he left before I came in. But yeah, it was amazing. Uh, and then also some uh, uh, Identity Crisis and stuff like that, uh, Superman stuff. So, yeah, yeah, really good stuff. And I hadn't read comics for a while, like, oh, it's been a while. So it was really good to uh, read some stuff that I actually was like, yeah, I should get out there and read some more. So You're getting more sophisticated
2: story-wise and character-wise. You know?
12: Like, uh, Long Halloween was like, it's like a mystery, you know? Like, and so, actually, so, same with uh, I thought uh, Identity Crisis was too. It was like a, this murder mystery. It's, it's amazing. So it was pretty cool. Now,
2: video games, come on. You got you to be uh, playing video games.
12: I just picked up uh, Final Fantasy 2 for the PSP, like the old school. It was like the 20-year, uh, you know, anniversary or whatever. So I just picked that up, which I'm actually having a lot of fun. I forgot how fun it was. Uh, but other than that, I haven't had a ton of time to, to get into. That. I like role-playing stuff, so I find I got to have some serious time to get into it. And if not, then you know, I, I don't end up playing it. So, uh, so yeah, that's it for now. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing
2: that we were on the black carpet there at Screamfest, uh, Gilmore just pointed out during the uh, clip that we didn't interview one black guy. Um, so that was interesting, but um, you know. The movie I was looking forward to at Screamfest was uh, this Dance of the Dead, but it should be out in, in video pretty soon by Lionsgate. What's Dance of the Dead? Dance of the Dead is where uh, zombies attack the prom, and the only people who can save oh. the prom are the geeks who didn't get into the prom. And, uh, I heard about that one A buddy of mine is plays one of the geeks And what's funny is he's like 33 years old And he plays with one of the high school geeks But he was running the Dixie Film Festival And he's a, he's a he became a friend of mine Because he loved Gay But On And awarded it an award and, uh, and then he moved out here And we haven't hung out yet But we talk on the phone every now and then He invited me to the premiere but couldn't make it um, And it'll be out on video soon So uh, cool. I'm looking forward to it It sounds like a cool sounds, concept Yeah I heard about that It sounds really, awesome
4: That sounds like A really fun 80's thing Doesn't it? Yeah like, mm. Something you don't Really see anymore Dance Like did you end. ever
3: see The movie Special Dead That came out A couple years
5: ago? Oh, oh shit That God. sounds fucking amazing Retarded no. zombies that what
3: oh, my God. Well it's It's zombies going To a special Olympics And a lot of the main Characters are uh, Like retarded kids And wheelchair bound and, and
2: they um, have to save The special Olympics From zombies? Right There's like Where a Where did I find man. this Fucking movie? I have no
3: idea We'll have to go Track it down I oh, saw it I saw that it film festival
2: Bunch of downies putting down zombies. Yeah. Oh, so many that. good log lines. that, could Dude, come out of that. think yeah, exactly. about the catchphrases in that fucking movie. It's amazing. Oh my god. This movie is the catchphrases <laughs> is like like the zombies and the retards like actually sound the same. <laughs> 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 yeah,
4: they could totally have a. Th- Do they have? Have you seen it?
2: Uh, no. I'm they sure they, they
4: have at least one shot where it's just like. Uh, and, but, okay. It.
2: Okay. <laughs> La- Laura. Uh, okay, I'll be nice to the downs. Yeah, Shout out to Laura's uncle Bob, who is is Downy, and and he loves me.
4: No, you know what? I have I have an ex who's a good friend who had a.
2: Don't be talking like I'm friends with black people because you ain't. I'm
4: friends with black people.
2: I've got friends who are black. Um, I've got I've got half of me that's Hispanic. Um, That's cool. I can't be racist. I'm friends with them. We don't hang out all the time. And when they do They're hanging from trees I'm still, I'm still yeah. racist Even though I'm a bunch <laughs> so Of different yeah, I things I think Zach and I Are
4: both <laughs> like Yeah What's, what's the problem <laughs> Yeah exactly
2: You know those people Who are like Oh I can't be a racist I have friends with them uh, They do my I'm They do my dishes
3: the, Wait with with that one
2: Yeah With Gil everything. Scourge of the South Um, That's your new nickname Yeah right Scourge there. of the, Scourge the South Scourge of the South South being everything Below the waist um, so guys, um, want to <laughs> shout out real quick to this website sequentialplanet.com. It's a new forum starting up. The, what I like about it, I, I've been starting. I've been teaching myself After Effects and Photoshop, which is really slow for me. Mm. But um, this website allows you to go on there, and all it is, it's a forum that just collects a bunch of uh, how-to videos on how to learn Photoshop and After Effects. Where I
4: know that
2: from? And so I, I can learn how to do like a freaking uh dragon ball z fireball that's awesome because the videos are on there and uh i'm not too good at after effects i'm just now learning photoshop but um it's a, it's a good resource if for a filmmaker like yourself right do you know after effects i wish i i took more time to learn it in film school because
3: I, I really didn't i i have, I have a couple no idea how to use it i have a couple friends that are really good in like on, on my short that i was telling you about there's actually a part where we use some good after effects stuff and it looks awesome but like I can't comprehend I it. mean
2: I think like uh, I think once you get past The fact that it's like um, You have to do with, with with You have to have like Select frames And work with the Almost like an animator mm-hmm. uh, Once you get past that It'll be quick to learn Like Final Cut Like Final Cut Once you get over that One first hump You're right. done Yeah
3: um, Final Cut's easy for me But
2: that's, that's a valuable site I think the guy who started it When I found it Was I think what he wanted to do Was start a comic book uh, site Kind of like a Digital webbing Where like Comic book artists And comic book writers could come together And start making Comic books together Which is how I found it But Because uh, I'm like Oh dude Let's see if there's Any artists out there Who want to work um, And so What I found Was a website Which was like If you're an aspiring Comic book artist Not only can you Hook up with a writer But there's a lot of How to videos On inking and shit But That's the site's cool. only Been up like a week uh, So we'll see I'll If you guys go out. there Start looking around I use it Just to find out How to make Fucking hadouken balls In my videos <laughs> Um Speaking of comic, We weren't speaking of comics That's the fucking worst segue ever Yeah um, That's okay We were talking <laughs> Superman and Smallville And we were talking Brainiac When you were referencing our good contact over at Warner Brothers Who's never saying us a press-op again um,
4: No, she never emailed us So, so
2: Action Comics She's in guys. DVD, she doesn't count Action Comics <laughs> uh, This um, Brainiac storyline Did I tell you about this? No Brainiac. This Brainiac storyline where... Superman fa- faces Brainiac for the first time ever. A Bra- Brainiac finds where Earth is because he sends one of these fucking nodes in Superman's brain and is like, oh, that's where Earth is. I'm going to go kill it. And he, he puts Metropolis in a bottle, like the, like the city of Candor. Uh, and uh, this is the most badass storyline. You got to read it because it just wrapped up at issue 7. It's, it's Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. I it's, like the, Jeff it's the best shit ever. It'll be out on trade very <laughs> soon, guys. So now that it's wrapped up, it'll be out of trade, and the moments are what you would want to see in a Superman movie if Brainiac was in it. It's the most epic battle. i have gonna read this now. You just told me. All you got to know going in is Superman. You you don't need to have read uh, earlier parts of Jeff Johns and Gary Frank's run on Superman uh, on Action Comics. You just need to know this. Just basic Superman knowledge. Basic Superman knowledge. Like if someone said, you got to know that Supergirl is. His cousin And she's hot Supergirl's his cousin Superman's the dude From Metropolis Or, or that lives in Metropolis He's from um, a Krypton And you gotta know That the city of Kandor Was the last city of Krypton That Brainiac kidnapped Which he does In the very first Couple issue uh, pages And he keeps it In his ship He goes around space Just collecting Different civilizations And learning from them And then destroying What's left
4: no, that's not that's not that deep. I mean, not that deep. Sounds isn't? pretty awesome.
2: If you guys are looking for a Superman book, this is the fucking Superman book to get. What about all You Super will Man? lose some
4: people in Candor when you mention. Kandor. Well, that's that's
3: the one thing that I think uh, uh, the general audience probably
2: doesn't know. Candor,
4: Candor uh, isn't that pervasive.
2: Candor is just a little city. <laughs> from, Zach from saw me learn Kong. that the hard way. Oh, well, what, <laughs> what happened? What happened? What, what, right what? next you kidnapped to? you. How did he learn Candor the hard way? Uh, you folks you
3: mother- I don't know if I'm Am I allowed to tell this T1200 story? Yeah sure What happened T1200 uh, T1200 You mean the Justice League thing
2: Yeah
3: Okay that was kind of interesting uh, Well he said He said this funny joke About the Flash Is that, is that what you're referring to <laughs> He was talking about the Flash Like how it was ridiculous How this guy got uh, You know his Hit powers, by lightning yeah. And how he got his powers and that kind of sent her away. I don't know, is that the story you want me no, to tell? No, no, no,
4: no, no. no. Yeah, we, I totally. We, we were talking comics with her, and, and she, she was seemed to it. be keeping up, and she oh. was really into Until it. Until
2: you said the city of Candor. Yeah, when I said the and city her, of Candor, she kind like, of her, her pussy goes.
3: Wow. Yeah, with totally, the same sound effect. It totally closed. She was she end. was gone. I totally forgot about that aspect of it. I was I was transfixed on the whole the flash wrong? thing. Gilmore. I guess
2: Gilmore, you're never going to get late if you start talking about shit like the city. But of
3: I, I do remember when she left. She was like, "Oh, it was nice talking to you guys." And it was like Laura? right after you had said yeah. something. And
2: L- can I can I ask you something, L- Laura? How long have we been dating? R- uh, almost four years. Almost four years. Uh, almost four years. Have I ever mentioned the city of Candor in our relationship? Never. Never.
9: Never. <laughs> you should.
3: I've shown some um, candor But never talked but about The
2: city no. of Candor. What the fuck You about What's wrong with you She was keeping
4: up Zach
3: Yeah she was She was keeping Thank up you. I will I will say that always Which is kind of interesting always, Like there's always this hot Indian your chick head. Who knows what she's talking about always, With comics Always
2: stop while you're ahead You know what I mean Like like and That's, that's why true I,
4: say, I learned the Candor The hard the way, hard way. So, But so what I'm, I'm telling the audience There we go John tells you that Candor's basic Superman knowledge It may be But if you're talking yeah, to I someone Who doesn't, doesn't know is. about it Kind of stuff. I
2: mean, so, sweetie, this is this is geekscape. You know I mean, what I mean? Yeah, like
1: for them it is, but like for her it would For be. a chick? Yeah. I've uh, never yeah. heard
2: of Candor. I think that's the one thing that we have to tell the audience is like if, if you know Superman, the one extra thing is you got to know that Kandor is this shrunken city that uh Brainiac shrunk when he ripped it out of Krypton right before Krypton fucking exploded. A dick, is he ended up doing And so much <laughs> of, so much of that yeah. so much of that is explained Dude, the twist that you see—the first issue of this seven-issue line—Brainiac actually caused the explosion of Krypton. <laughs> he sent a missile into the Krypton sun and said, "That's the awesome. sun's going to explode." So I didn't know that. Well, for, for those I that mean, can't see a, Brian a, Gilmore, a, you just it's had nerd gas. It's, it's a bit revisionist. It looks like. This run has some revision in it, but it's good. You know, you'll enjoy it. Um, speaking of revisions speaking of adaptations, things that uh, that we understand, but they may change when you adapt them into a comic book format. Uh, guys, this Halo book, this Halo comic that Marvel puts out, maybe mm-hmm. one of the most disappointing comics of all time. Stopped reading it. Uh, I'm. It's only four issues, so I, like, there's one issue left. I'm gonna fucking read the damn. Wait, thing. it's only
3: in four issues. Like as yeah. of a year ago, I think the first oh, issue dude, came this out. This thing's
2: narrow, uh, This thing is the slowest book. Who's ever. writing it? Not Bendis, right? It, it, it seems it's to Bendis and Malise Oh, really? Oh, dude, guys, really? Um, Bendis, like, so I. Guys, this new comic, Wildstorm put out this Gears of War comic. I had to pick it up Because I knew The Gears of War Would know yeah. about it It's Gears of War I'm pumped for Gears of War 2 Why? Uh, how, how is that? Guys the comic Does the one thing That most comic books Don't do properly It sticks right To the source material You've got Marcus Phoenix In the book Kicking ass In this Halo comic That Marvel's putting out mm-hmm. Master Chief is like An afterthought He's barely in the damn thing Right In this Prince of Persia Graphic novel You let me borrow That I reviewed For the, we- for the website That's up right now Dude I don't even know what the hell that was. That was like a fucking peyote-induced fever dream. What that was? That was that was, that was crazy. Um, but if you guys are video game players and you guys are looking for a way into comics, somebody like Jake 108, who I don't think reads a whole lot of comics, but he loves Gears of War. His girlfriend's getting him into comics. Okay, uh, guys, this Gears of War comic, I think it's not. It doesn't. I mean, it, it's a good book. You, you've got everything you want in a Gears of War comic. You've got a dude getting chainsawed in half. You've got. Lo- scary looking locust dudes you've got tough brawny guys with huge machine guns killing them and then it's got a cliffhanger at the end because the boomers show up. But I does mean, that
4: compromise the story?
2: Does it compromise the story? No, it fits right into it.
4: I think what a, a lot of what a, uh, the other video game comics are trying to do is that they're trying to sort of add layers mm. to the video game, yeah. which, are pr- which is primarily action. Right. And if you just bring the action into comics, who cares? Go right. and play the game. Yeah. Like the whole thing's supposed to be about story. Like Prince of Persia, yeah. you said there's like no time manipulation or anything in Dude, there. Dude, this Prince of like Persia that? comic... It's adding layers Which I think is fine
2: But it's not These are not the Princes of Persia That are in the Princes of Persia book uh, Video games These are totally new guys In this fucking Halo comic Master Chief's like On on four pages There's like a random guy From like New Zanzibar Or something
3: like that It's so
2: bad So it's just some Random tell dude I gotta tell you If you're gonna If you're gonna If you're gonna If you're gonna add To the story Have the characters That you care From the video games In the damn story and then you can add their uncles and say Darth Vader's her father, and whatever twists you want to do in the comic book, do it. But you need to have the main characters that are what your your entryway into the story. You need those characters in the story. And Marcus Phoenix is in it. He's not the narrator. The narrator is a young uh, cog. Just joined up, right? <laughs> Fucking, I'm using the terms. From yes, your you speeches. are. Yeah. And uh, I want to hear it's time for the cold. And, and and he's like witnessing. You know, he's like he's like, you know, he's working with Marcus Phoenix to try and go out into the ruins and, and rescue some more soldiers that are stranded out there, fighting for their lives. When does it take place? I, I think it takes place between the two games. Okay. Oh, that's so, cool. A little bridge. Cool. Yeah. We'll see. But you know what? From what I can tell, it doesn't matter one way or another. It's just an entertaining book. I want we the actual Lancer. What is that?
3: 15 left Great. Um, have you seen the Lancer? Yeah, there, the
2: pre-order. So yeah, the, the like special edition. You get the Lancer. You get all this crazy shit with the game. How awesome. much Is that like hundred twenty bucks?
3: I wouldn't doubt it. I haven't seen the price, but that makes makes sense.
2: Lancer does look neat. Um, I
3: did take your advice by the way. Talking about pre-orders real quick. I uh, I, I switched off the Dual Big Planet Target. And now I'm yeah. going at GameStop. So do you, have you already done it? Yes.
2: Okay, good. Because you're gonna get that Kratos. I was the last day. Yeah. Yeah, we, hand we, raise? We, do you have what you to... we have a question. What's Little Big Planet about? It's a platformer, but you can also go and do level design. Who it... cares? What do you mean, who cares? Platformers are amazing. I'm a kid you... who played Sonic the Hedgehog every day. Exactly. For a it's and the and game
3: I've won since I was a child, where you could just build something and then play that. Like, whatever you could imagine. That's, that's what that game It's a little character named Sackboy who, who goes and explores Dude, shit. I don't really game, know, to be honest. It's the one it's game question. that has
2: wanted me to play the PS3 the most. Yeah. Really? Why? Uh, I'm a big platformer fan, which you know, Uh, but plus the level design and the the fact that the communities are all making levels that you can play against each other, you can create objects put them in your levels. Supposedly the uh, IGN review I heard today was that the controls aren't amazing, but um, it's still a great game. They gave it a 9.5. That's pretty good. There there
3: was a video that was released today that uh, one of the guys on the beta had made, where his girlfriend was playing this level, and it was him proposing to her through Little Big plan He made mm-hmm. this whole level where she could check yes or no whether or not he uh, she wanted to marry him. Wow! That'll yeah, last.
2: I wonder what ha- I wonder what he had programmed in for the no. Oh, exactly. Gunshot the... from the back bedroom.
3: The yes, the yes was awesome, and it was it was kind of a cute little <laughs> video. Uh, I don't know, but.
4: But see, you have shit like I mean, aren't they trying to make this kind of like their Mario or their Master Chief? They're the they're is, trying to the make the,
3: the flagship. Title. It's got every fucking opportunity. To do Crash that. Bandicoot's kind of dead. Let's face it. Right? What's, no, but what's I mean, Crash Bandicoot. Oh right, <laughs> Crash
2: Bandicoot. Bandicoot. Know. You know who I like is this? Uh, what's the one uh, where they where they're in space? The little Mass robot guy.
5: Effect.
2: No, the the the, the PlayStation. They're in space with a little uh, Ratchet and Clank. I like those guys. Ratchet and Clank's awesome. I want to get but that. But they're the not laser. like
4: titular characters They're not characters that can represent the whole. The whole If they're looking God. for that, see Mario is going through an epic quest to save a princess. And
2: Master Chief. Fucking is- Master
4: Chief is-, is saving the fucking world. The whole world. Yeah. Like, which is huge. Yeah, more,
2: you, how can you say this? You know nothing about the game.
4: But that's what I'm saying. If it's so customizable, it loses identity. Sony has Salt that's Snake, I think, guy. but he's he's
3: not like a mascot of. of but yeah, he's more. kind of like. I
4: want to know, know what the story is, so I'm like. Like I'll be compelled to play the game, and then I'll love the character. Well,
3: you will play the well, game listen, in my house listen, a listen, lot. Trust Zach's
2: me. gonna go pick the damn thing up. He's gonna write a review on our website. You'll be happy. Does that sound don't, good? Don't, don't be playing devil's advocate before you even fucking know what you're talking about. You just end up looking like a nutsack. No, but I
4: just see all these people that are really excited about the game, but they don't even know what it's about.
2: You can be excited by a game just knowing that it's good and it's a fun experience, like a movie. Like a movie.
5: Yeah. You okay. You can be excited, you can be
2: excited about things. Dude, are you excited by the prospect of having sex you don't know who you're going to have sex with?
3: But the fact (laughs) that you're going to have it is pretty awesome, right? I know what the sex is about. Do you? The game is about building shit. Do you?
4: All
2: right. (laughs) Moving on.
4: Por por detrás.
2: I like, yeah. Gilmore's like, I know what sex is about. He's like, cut to him having sex. He's doing something completely unrelated. Um, so guys uh playing Jewel Quest We, we mentioned Halo uh, Halo 3 Recon Was announced This is mm-hmm. a uh, New game that's coming out In about a year uh, Next fall That's so disappointing and, and it's not It's not Master Chief You're playing a Helljumper Right Yeah Who gets dropped Into the fucking planet And I guess there's new, new, More stealth, stealth elements To this game Because he doesn't have Like the body armor And shit that Master Chief does And he's gotta take down Bigger dudes Right So he's sneaking around The ruins Doing some cool shit uh, Okay Okay it sounds really fun. Did, did I hear, fun? like, eight so, hours of single-player gameplay? Eight hours of single... I, all I know is it, it sounds like a little bit of Metal Gear, a little bit of Halo. And yeah.
3: Maybe. Which which is interesting. Uh, the trailer really didn't do much for me.
2: Really? If you're a Halo fan... The I thought it was cool. Or
3: or the trailer or the teaser? The, all I saw, the, I guess it could have been the you teaser. You saw the meter shower thing? Yeah. Thing? No, there's a... There's, there's a, an two, actual trailer.
2: There's a trailer where he gets up in the ruins... And there's some bad motherfuckers walking past And he's like Ooh, Whoa man, I, not I have not up. even seen this I better I'm not behind. fuck with them bad motherfuckers Bad motherfuckers go wait I smell something Oh no keep going And he's like "Ooh, good thing those bad motherfuckers didn't get me um, Actual dialogue from the Halo It's actually it. called Halo Bad Motherfuckers <laughs> it's, called, it's, called, it's called Halo Georgia <laughs> <laughs> Down south The southern scourge Scourge right there Scourge yeah. of the south Halo the ATL yeah, the ATL. The ATL. It's cold up here in the D. Um, so, <laughs> so, so, uh, so, guys, uh, Halo 3, that'll look cool. I like the Halo games. Um, it looks like the Nintendo DS is getting a new iteration. This is uh, the Nintendo DSi, DSi, which has, like, you lose the cartridges from the the, the, the Nintendo DS, uh, or the, the the Super Game Boy, right. the Game Boy Advance. You lose those cartridges, but you get a camera on either end. Which is what
3: I heard they're going to try and do with the new iPhone, but they never use that technology. Oh, really? Yeah. Well,
2: the DS, which is people are always shooting on Nintendo for their technology technology being like one generation. They have
3: back. cool ideas. Though, the right
2: ideas think. are revolutionary, and you know what? This looks like they're trying to catch up bad in the uh, technology um, department. Does that mean like we could have like video chat, kind of like an? It'd be cool. I think we like play against each other. Mario Kart, put our heads on each other's like carts and shit. Like they did in the arcade
3: versions. That'd be fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah, They they only have one at Disneyland. That's the closest one I could find. (laughs) Uh, Punch Out is coming to the Wii, and I don't care what you guys think about being a casual gamer versus a hardcore gamer. Nintendo's trying to catch up. They've got Conduit coming out early next year, which looks cool if you're a first person shooter fan. Cool. And now fucking Punch Out motherfucker! Did you see the
4: Punch Out you Did you see footage? the
2: Punch Out Trailer
3: No I didn't I played Face Breaker And that was crap I thought okay. But I want to see This Punch Out There's a trailer
2: Okay it's the same Perspective You've got Little Mac At the bottom of the screen Okay you gotta know I already it like it You know that you're Going to be playing Like the Wii Right And you're going to Be dodging stuff And King Hippo Glass Joe No way All those dudes are back And they look Super cartooned Out Like the Wii Allows Can them we get another see. Mario-esque judge all right, I think it would only be appropriate if the yeah. judge looked like Mario. But, dude, this got me so pumped. Wow, I got to see up. this. I got to see this. You can just go and, and Google it. It's perfect. Um, I got uh, a code from our good friend Vijay, who lives on in the Internet, uh, for the <laughs> Call of Duty 5 multiplayer uh, beta. This is Call of Duty 5 World of War, World at War, and it's, it takes place back in uh, World War II. And I played a, I played a, a couple games worth uh, with people in multiplayer, and um, I played some Call of Duty Four. I got it for my for my birthday, so that was fun. But this is back in World War Two, and um, guys, everybody's talking about Treyarch versus. Um, what's the other developer That does Call of Duty 4 in, Infinity. Infinity Ward Infinity Ward. Ward Yeah. And people are like Oh every other game's better Or it's like Can we just like, Accept the fact That what's the fucking difference Yeah Like what, how big are the differences In the two games It's, it's the same like, engine
4: But it's like production Oh if it's the same engine It's the same engine It's gonna be the same doing, engine I haven't played five Especially this,
2: this, this game felt like Call of Duty 4 But I'm playing with World War 2 shit And I'm running around As a Japanese dude and I'm getting my ass shot up. Yeah, well, do you, think, do you think the Japanese population will like this video game that much? I don't know, but the, the, it's really funny because the people in your squad are yelling like, There's a bomb!" And they're yelling in like blatant Japanese type talk. Oh, or like, yeah. They're releasing the dogs! They're releasing oh the dogs! Oh my god. And then I played another level where I was a Russian playing against the crowds. And, uh, and so you do that in the last one. Though. I was yeah. uh, I was playing this as a Russian. You throw potatoes. It was badass about playing as a fucking Russian. Was uh, the the map was a little bit cooler. Uh, the map was like a courtyard setup, and there were two tanks. And I was getting my ass fucking picked off left and right because a lot of these gamers know the maps by now. And It's crazy because I you know the codes just went out. Right. But uh, my ass got in a fucking tank. And I started racking up the kills because I'm pretty good at getting shot in the back a lot in these games because <laughs> I just don't have. But we're in tank. I, I don't have the fucking. Yeah. I don't. I don't know it. I don't have the. I don't have the the control of my environment like a lot of people on Xbox Live do. And, um, and since World War II, it'd be kind of a cop out to be able to see the enemies at all times. So you have a, a plane that flies overhead that pings the bad guys. You know, it's like a recon plane. Oh. And only when it pings the battleground do you see. At the moment where the bad guys are And then it dissipates So I got in this tank And I just started blowing up dogs Started blowing up bad guys We won You're I, blowing up dogs, John? Fuck yeah I'm, I'm surprised at I you know. That was my favorite but thing In Call of Duty 4 was fighting the dogs When like the dogs okay. would jump on you And you'd okay, have to like Them dogs yeah. trying to kill them good
3: They're pretty hardcore dogs
2: um, So we got that uh, We'll see you on there If you get the beta you're, I heard the, the edge
4: first. I heard the edge that this game has Though is that it's gorier Like, for example, you know, in the other other call, uh, well, my roommate Alex played it, and supposedly when you get a grenade thrown at you, you know how you you have the option of throwing it Mm -hmm. back within, like, a few seconds? If you do it too late and you see that happening to someone, supposedly it actually blows someone's (laughs) arm off.
3: That's
2: pretty awesome. And you can actually hear some bone when you're using the knife. This is me if I was in real world. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. So when I play these multiplayer games, I'm like, I, I don't have, I'm running for my life. I don't have time to watch this shit. Um... You are about to be uh, called out, Gilmore. Marvel vs. Capcom Two looks like it's headed to the PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. Oh, I still fire. don't believe that. Gilmore's gonna. Have I to cannot back wait. Him. Gilmore talks so much shit about how amazing he is at this game, and now he's gonna. So have we gonna have to him. play, dude. Th- <laughs> so many Geekscape is want to whip your ass in this game. You're gonna have to back up your words, Mon Frere. Bring it. Okay. You heard it. Bring it. So it looks like this game is slowly gonna end up uh, on these uh, on these. Communities, and you guys are gonna get a chance at Gilmore playing this game that that kids in Polynesia are still playing nonstop around the uh, in laundromats. Uh, (laughs) Every time you see like who plays this game, I was like, oh great, Pacific Islanders love this game. Um, Brett Ratner doing a God God of War (laughs) (laughs) movie, doing a God of War movie. This is what we're hearing. What the fudge?
3: Who do you think for Kratos?
2: Kratos, you have to have uh, Teddy Savalas He's bald. He's beautiful. Put some chains on them. I don't. Fucking you don't. Know. You don't want Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel. I don't. Yeah.
3: No. Know.
4: Why, don't, why don't we just have whoever takes all the bald well,
2: roles in Hollywood? Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. Well, Samuel L. Jackson. You, you can't even take that guy because they got. They got. Um. He's too busy like, doing who, samurai and, who, 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 and everything what, 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 what else. What was yeah. that one movie with the uh, the assassin game that made it to? They didn't even have a bald guy for that. They got Timothy Oliphant to play. Oh, the Hitman. man So like, I don't know, Kratos. It's like Gilmore or Ben Dunn for Kratos.
3: okay speaking of something like that though okay remember the lightsaber kid the star wars guy he's all grown up and have you seen his new video he's he's in a dorm room being kratos and he's like flinging these chains around he's just this giant monster guy white with like the red thing it's absurd you have to see this video wow it's like
2: can god be that cool it's not sad (laughs) Is it badass or is it sad?
3: It's really sad. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty bad. There, there's random. There's random guys that jump out that he's supposed to vanquish, and it's like Yo, it's pretty it's terrible. It's like
4: washed up seventy stars saying you know. their taglines or yeah. like you know saying like totally. their catchphrases from still an the internet show. star. Yo, I yeah.
2: saw I saw these these uh, these urban individuals uh, displaying their hump moves in a video. It's got like two million hits. It's just the, these black dudes playing R and B, and they're going, "Yeah, I'm the penetrator." And they're they're all five in the room together, what? fucking putting on their groove moves. On uh, uh, Graham sent it to me, and I was like, "What?" They're just like, "Yeah, this is what I'll do to you, girl." And then another guy gets in front of the camera and goes, "I'm called the Vag Tear Up" or something like that, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." And,
5: and, and there's a <laughs> part of the video
2: standing. where all five of them are in the room by themselves, like with each other, grinding nothing, like showing their hump moves. Nice. And I'm like, "That's
3: creepy." Something
2: gay about that, dude.
5: <laughs>
3: Like How many views did that one video you sent me get About yeah. just the hot chick getting on the motorcycle There's like some absurd number
2: like that A million, A million
3: yeah. um,
2: So YouTube is still my favorite place on the internet um, So guys I think that should be our episode um, We've got merch at geekscape.net Magnificent shirts And, uh, and free pins with every order uh, On top of that you guys can be our friends on Facebook uh, Just search for Geekscape Join our club Geek, uh, MySpace is MySpace.com Slash Geekscape.net Of course there's forums At Geekscape.net If you want to see More of Zach Haddad um, Go to uh, com, Where yeah. he's a reviewer Who now has a big red mark On the back of his Ass Ass Yeah It
6: hurts just a little bit um, I just, I just,
5: But
2: we're going to see More of you in the Geekscape Oh yeah? Come hang out
3: Yeah I'm write done. some shit I'm done for that Actually Brian and I Were talking about A, a little short idea they don't want to, right?
2: No, do not reveal it here, my friend. Yeah, I'm not going to reveal it. I'm it's just more saying. A it's a public service announcement. Put that way, it's pretty. Yeah. Leave that little nugget for them to continue watching. We'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Cool? See you next week. Have a good one.